Welcome to episode 11 of the Dads Unplugged podcast. I am your co-host, Nelson Osorio. Uh, excited uh, with our guest today here with my co-host, Sean Pace. Hello, everyone. Welcome back again. Uh, we were just having too many laughs, so we had to get the recording started before we went through everything just off camera. Uh, yeah, just introduced uh, Will Schmier today. He is a stroke survivor and MS warrior advocate a multilingual, three different languages. Good Lord, quit showing us up. Uh, Husband to an amazing and beautiful wife. Three trilingual kids. Okay, man, now we're just going to have to get started and you're becoming a life coach. So, Will, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I am not trilingual, by the way. My kids are trilingual. I am steadfastly never going to learn Spanish. I decided that a couple years ago. My mother-in-law speaks Spanish only. I speak English only. Yeah, so that's not going to change. <laughs> uh, so that's 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 the reasoning behind it. So well, yeah, but my kids a, are all trilingual. If you need a translator that has no skin in the game in your house, you can always call up Nelson. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good the way things are. So I'm happy with our relationship the way it works. Yeah, I mean, if I did translate for you everything, I'd be like, man, it, she's saying I love you, no matter what. <laughs> no matter, I mean, man, you're so much love in this house, no matter what's being said. Yeah, the, the only words I do know are the words she probably doesn't want to hear me say. So, when you mentioned when know. you mentioned the kids being trilingual, what are the three languages they do speak? Yeah, they speak. Uh, so obviously, English is is the primary language. Uh, they also speak Spanish, and because my wife is Chilean, and uh, they also speak American Sign Language because my wife is deaf. So American Sign Language. So yeah. do you, do you also do sign? I do also sign. I do not do it as well anymore because uh, one, I'm lazy because that's what happens when you're married for 11 plus years. Uh, and my wife is very good at reading lips. So I take advantage of that to the absolute max. And uh, yeah, I mean, I have a little bit of deficit left over from the stroke. Uh, so, so yeah, so I don't use my, well, I could, <laughs> again, I'm just being lazy. So it is doable. Well, we appreciate the honesty. Thanks for coming on our podcast and being openly honest and <laughs> not trying to bullshit anybody. So, yeah, it's uh, you know what I'm most interested in is this. This episode is going to f- air about the middle of middle of May, uh, which is National Stroke Awareness Month. How how long has it been? And if we may ask, what was probably the most difficult thing having kids um, during the time of your stroke and recovery after? Yeah. So let's see. So it was, I had my stroke, uh, I believe it was December 23rd, 2019. So only about 16 months ago, you know, I have come a long way in my recovery. So that's uh, pretty good, you know, still a little bit of deficit, but I, I really feel like I will make a full ish recovery. You know, there may be always something, but, uh, yeah, so so when I had the stroke, I was strangely in the hospital already being monitored for high blood pressure. It was, like I said, December 23rd. So mm-hmm. the, the staff at the hospital, like, you know, again, I was a young guy, but I was a big guy, uh, very big, actually pushing almost 500 pounds at that point. But they had a whole bunch of monitors on me. They, Like I said, they were watching my blood pressure. Um, and I was supposed to go in. Uh, they found out I had AFib, which is why I was in the hospital uh, and admitted finally, because they're like, oh, well, we caught the AFib. Great. Mm-hmm. was supposed to have a um, procedure done, which I wound up eventually having. But 
they were supposed to shock my heart back into rhythm that got um, delayed by a day again, because it was like Christmas Eve at that or the Mm -hmm. day before Christmas Eve. And long story short is I took a nap. uh, I think on December 23rd, I woke up, my wife came back to visit with the kids and she's like, Oh, your face is drooping. And we like, you know, I didn't really think about it because i was like oh no that you're full of crap and like there was no mirror i couldn't really tell and the doctor was like no it's probably just a pinched nerve you know everybody was there and uh yeah long story short they they wound up doing a cat scan they couldn't do an mri because i was too big uh for the facility i was at um and so yeah it went undetected Hmm. That was kind of the beginning of uh, quite an interesting journey. So it's been tricky with kids. My wife, um, yeah, I'll give you the short story. So so they diagnosed me finally. They're like, yep, you had a stroke. I was like, oh, cool. I'll be good in two days or two weeks. (laughs) I had no idea what I was in for. Uh, Again, I didn't even think it was possible at age 37 to have a stroke. Hmm. Really had no idea. Um, I said this a lot. that I think if a doctor had sat me down and really told me like, Hey, will take this medication or you're going to have a stroke. And by the way, a stroke is not a good time. Uh, I like to think I would have listened, but you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> hindsight's 2020. So, so yeah, I went to uh inpatient rehab for the entire month of January in 2020 did about 30 days there. Um, you know, started working on things. I came home, things were good. My wife was kind of able to handle it. It was a lot of work and it was obviously a surprise to all of us. Um, came home for the Super Bowl in 2020. So like a week after I was home, woke up the next morning, uh, talking funny the morning after the Super Bowl and got, uh, so I wound up going back to the hospital cause I learned that you could have a second stroke after your first mm. stroke. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I thought I was having another stroke, but I didn't really feel like horrible. Um, you know, and I already had deficits, so it wasn't really clear to me what was going on. Long story short, uh, spent three weeks of February in the hospital. Turns out I got diagnosed with MS. Mm. Went back to the facility here in Florida for another 30-day uh, run at the rehab facility, which was amazing, by the way. I owe them a uh, debt of gratitude. But So I basically redid the work I did in January. I got to redo that in in march so all that um, though before covid thankfully so wow yeah, yeah. well and um how old are your your three kids yeah so my three kids are uh let's see now they are five seven and 18 so uh my daughter is going to college this fall and Congrats. thankfully yeah yeah she got i can't believe she got into college like i'm amazed that i was able to get her in so yeah, she's she'll be going to uh, Clemson University this this fall. So pretty excited. How, how do you think? Like, I mean, your your daughter's the oldest, but even with with the younger ones, did what was their reaction during that time? Kind of going in and out of hospital, seeing you going in and out of the hospital. Yeah, they. Uh, I think they were concerned, but again, they like the little guys because um, I have two boys, two boys are the younger ones, and my daughter's obviously the older one. Um, so they were concerned, but, uh, my wife did a great job handling that, uh, you know, it was a lot of work. It was a lot of stress, but you know, we managed through it and, uh, having an older daughter definitely helps because she was already able to drive and do a lot of things. So mm. she was able to kind of help out there. 
and she's always been a great kid. I mean, my wife is deaf, like I said, so she's always had to kind of be there for her mom, especially before we met. So, mm-hmm. uh, cause I didn't meet, uh, my wife and daughter until my daughter was seven. So, okay. So yeah. So my, my daughter is, I adopted my daughter in 2011, oh, awesome. I think so. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, man, I just think you're, you're teaching your kids so many life lessons right now and whether it's, I mean, obviously it's not intentional for <laughs> the health challenges that you've had, but I, I hope that, I mean, it's part of what you're trying to get out of this is to, to show them to never have a, you know, to never stop moving, to keep moving forward that regardless of what happens, um, what, what you get thrown at you is just to stay as positive and, and put one front foot in front of the other. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think one of the, one of the other things for me is that I have had the pleasure of living and learning a lot of mistakes, um, mm. Growing up in Jersey, you know, you learn kind of a lot as a, as a kid in Jersey. So I really pushed it a lot uh, as far as, you know, academics. I came from a pretty academic family, but I always pushed it right up to the line, trying not to cross the line. <laughs> not so good at that now, but uh, back in the day I was. My mom kept uh, cracked the whip pretty well. So, um, yeah, I really I think my 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 oldest, at least my my you know, the one going to college, she is, uh, she has learned from all my mistakes, uh, which doesn't often happen and doesn't always happen. And I'm sure mm-hmm. she'll make some at college, but you know, we have a really good relationship. Uh, she and I, in fact, <laughs> in fact, I toyed with the idea briefly of like, Oh, well maybe we could have a fourth. And then my wife and I realized <laughs> that's a bad idea. Cause what if we end up with another boy? <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I, I think I would have been the perfect girl dad. I'm jealous of my, Buddy who I went to Miami with, one of my best friends. Uh, he has three daughters. Um, I just think I was cut out for that. I'm a, mm. I'm a big fan of strong women, and, and they, I have strong women in my life, like my wife, my daughter, my sisters, my mother. So big fan. Just uh, yeah. So so uh, yeah. I think the boys, um, you know, they're gonna they they they've learned a lot, uh, but. They're five and seven, so they're pretty resilient. I mean, the mm. the boys when they were born, when we used to live in Virginia, we had like a front stoop, <laughs> and I probably shouldn't admit this as a parent, but uh, you know, it was like five or six steps, and of course, you know, it, uh, uh, a safety hazard, <laughs> if you will, and you know, both of them, <laughs> both of them did the same damn thing. Um, probably around the age of three, they walked out the front door, and they both went from the top step to the bottom step. Uh, and it wasn't just one time. It was twice. I got to watch that. I got to witness it right in front of my eyes with both both of my sons just nose diving. In hindsight, I think we should have done something about that. But So, so yeah. wait. <laughs> you, just, you watch them? Yeah, well, this? not intentionally, Nelson. Okay. I was, okay. I was <laughs> opening the door trying to be polite for my sons and my wife and whoever else was coming out of the, you know, I got a busy house. Look, totally understand. I'm just like, he yeah, no. watched them nosedive. Well, you know, it no, was like, I, it's I like watching a train wreck. You're like, I know you're about to do that, and I can't do anything about it. <laughs> awesome. And they yeah, wonder okay. why there's all these memes about dads and how we watch stuff happen. And it's- Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the cliche, quintessential, you did it wrong, dad. Sign me up. Just put me in the meme. Yeah. Yeah, I am the exact opposite of what any dad probably wants to do or should do. 
I'm like, oh, well, like, like my wife's like, should we teach our youngest kid to swim? And I'm like, nah, just throw him in the pool. <laughs> like, and guess what? That worked. Uh, that's working so far. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad it's working <laughs> for them. I'm, I'm yeah. glad. <laughs> yeah. Can, can I, can I actually, I guess now, I guess the past, like you said, 16 months after the stroke, how has, yeah. how has your lifestyle changed? I'm assuming there's been changes medically. Yeah. Like how has that changed? Uh, well, medically I'm going to the doctor. So that's, you know, a good first step. Cause before I obviously wasn't going to the doctor. That's mm. how you have a stroke at the age of 37 amongst other things. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I go to the doctors pretty regularly. I, I do have a neurologist. I actually joke that I have a team of doctors, uh, bigger than LeBron's team of doctors. Like I, I think at last count, and this may not be current, but, uh, at the peak last year, I had about 13 different doctors so wow. i've i've had a couple of things at all wow it it was not just a stroke there there's a lot more to it but uh yeah so so 13 i think is is the max like i had a cardiologist i had a special cardiologist i didn't even know you could have a special cardiologist i thought a cardiologist was a specialist um Oh wow! You know, I, I did some significant work to myself initially to get to that state. <laughs> like you, you have to do some, some mm. not so great things to yourself and your body in order to have a stroke at the age of thirty-seven. But you know, hindsight twenty-twenty because I asked yeah. every doctor, every neurologist. Like, it's hard to say. I mean, again, there's things yeah. I was not doing that were in my favor, um, like smoking, and I was drinking pretty heavily. You know, that never really affected anybody except for me because i was just like kind of um taking my time in the evenings i guess i was numbing without really realizing it i mean i've yeah. done a lot of the work on myself now to awesome to you know admit that and learn from those mistakes and that's why i think my kids will be set up for success because mm. they're like oh well that did all these things and that didn't work well so you know kids don't like to listen but i i think they may listen in this case is is what you've your challenges and what you've been through and and then we talked about it briefly earlier that you're working on your ICF coaching certification. Are you <clears throat> was part of what you've been through the reason maybe why you wanted to to take that task on, even though you have all these other things and being a dad and um jobs and everything else you have going on, did you want to do that as a way to utilize your experience to maybe help other people? Yeah. I mean, uh that I think you hit the nail on the head there, Sean. Um so I've never been a guy that can just sit there. Like I don't have TV anymore. I haven't watched Netflix and I don't know how long. Uh, wow. I, again, I come from like, I'm the black sheep of my family. So um, my parents were voracious readers. My dad read like seven books, eight books a week, like amazing photographic memory. Of course I didn't get that. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I, I, I kind of try, like, I don't try to be an overachiever. I just like to keep busy and do things. And I'm constantly exploring my, my interests. And sometimes they wane. And sometimes like woodworking was a huge hobby of mine, which I think you do, Sean. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a huge hobby of mine, uh, which I kind of, I think I'll get back to. But uh, for right now, obviously, given the circumstances, I think I've come a long way in my recovery. That's really been great. I've had great team of doctors and, and therapists and stuff. And, uh, you know, I've gone this far. Like, my thought is, what's another, like, six months to a year before I really touch a saw blade? Like, you know, woodworking is dangerous uh, without having a stroke. So so I'm a little, you know, 
I think uh, I wouldn't say reluctant, but like there's no rush to get back into that hobby. I think it spans a. Uh, I mean, we're workers, can, mm-hmm. you know, can be as young as ten ish to, you know, up until your eighties. So, well, so I think that one's on hold. Do you hear that, Nelson? You can start showing your son how to build a desk or a bookshelf. So I should learn how to build a desk or a bookshelf. Is what you're saying? Oh, you don't know how to build a bookshelf? <laughs> no. Is that Sean's just desk? patting himself on the back? Sean's <laughs> just like I built stuff. Yes, yeah, I can know what you want. You can just go to the store quick. and buy it too. Hi, Sean. It's, it's called IKEA. Yeah, I know. <laughs> IKEA is where I started. I, I I became a pro in my twenties putting <laughs> IKEA furniture together. So I still See? like IKEA. I still buy IKEA stuff because honestly, like. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna spend 200 bucks on something that lasts for a pretty damn good long time. At this point, like you really have to do work to break it. And I move cross country from Virginia to Florida, and the IKEA stuff held up. Um, sounds you know. like we're, sounds like we're getting a new sponsor. sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we potentially lost Netflix in this episode. We just, yeah, I think, doesn't, I think we'll we doesn't do Netflix. Do that, no, no, no. I do Netflix. Netflix. I have Netflix. I just don't watch Netflix. Everybody, that's, no, that's not even stop. Just stop. I didn't even endorse that. that is not, not helping. Uh, not. <laughs> no, um, I'm just. I'm constantly amazed, and and we've. You and I have had the conversation via text or via Clubhouse just on the progress that you've made in yeah. such a short period of time, Will. I mean, that that says a lot about, you know, your soul and, and your focus on trying to make and course correct um, everything in the past. So you can be there for for your family. And that's that's very admirable, bud. I mean, yeah, it's awesome. It. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, John. To get back to your question, too, about life coaching is that... Uh, Really going through all of this made me do a lot of self-reflection. I've always been a pretty self-aware guy, um, like which I, apparently what I've learned in the last year is that's kind of like a superpower that's not very common, uh, mm. which is funny because I just always assumed that. But I guess there's a learning curve there and not everybody is as self-aware as you would mm-hmm. think. Um, but yeah, uh, the coaching came about because I do want to help people that have been through a stroke or suffered a stroke. There are different types of strokes, but yeah, the MS too, like, you know, I'm learning more about that all the time, which is tricky because half the time people are like, Oh, is that from MS or is that from stroke? And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, yes, I know. Like, sure. Like both. Mm -hmm. No idea. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I think uh, so even in my professional career, uh, so typing is not terribly difficult, but I can't do 80 words a minute anymore. You know, so I had to pivot there too. And I think that's another important lesson that I've kind of taught my kids is that like, you're going to face adversity and challenges and you, how do you react? How do you respond? Um, you know, the Jersey in me gets, you know, I get very Jersey sometimes, uh, the hustle. People don't like that word hustle, but, um, I do. I, I think it, uh, it speaks to, you know, within reason that you don't want to like overdo it, but I think there is like a little bit of hustle and, um, you know, there's a bit of relent- relentlessness and grittiness that, uh, again, John, I know you didn't grow up Jersey, but like, it's, it's, it's something, uh, kind of unique and I yeah. travel the world and I've traveled the country and I don't find that there are like I always gravitate towards Jersey friends, like even, you know, as long as they're seven, three, two or nine, seven, three, 
Uh, yeah, Correct. yeah, not that Philly that part is. of Jersey. <laughs> that is. Yeah. I would like for you to settle the score, if you remember well, Sean. You might not understand this, but there's a question that will determine how much Jersey you know. Is it Taylor Ham or pork roll? It's pork roll. Is that is that even is, is, is that even a question, Nelson? It's that's it's the pork seven, roll like a cheese on an everything bagel. The, that's because the seven three two. That's the Central South Jersey up north. It's Taylor Ham up here, buddy. Really? Ooh, you know, I, like, so. I know West Orange crew. Like you must be west of ninety five, <laughs> aka the turnpike. I'm right out there. Yeah, you, you, you must I'm be born around Pennsylvania, you, Nelson. Like, get out of here! Get out of here! You're not nine seven three, you liar. Well, and on this episode That's of Casual Play Podcast, we have a Jersey Throwdown going. <laughs> Jersey Throwdown. So, which you want no part of Nelson because I'm from the Jersey Shore. I so. want to see the comments. Is it yeah. Pork Row oh. or Taylor Ham? It is. Come on, man! It is not yeah. Taylor. Ham. <laughs> Taylor Ham is for like Midwest folk. <laughs> wow! Hey, uh, see what happened, Sean? Jersey's intense, Sean. I, you, I didn't uh, even ask the question. It wasn't I, even me. It was you two just started. I'll, I'll admit to one weird thing. I'm so Jersey that I have a tattoo of Jersey on me, which is totally justified and only feels weird when I go back to Jersey and people are like, why the fuck do you have Jersey tattooed on your leg? And I'm like, uh, you know what? That made a lot of sense until I came back to visit. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, that's funny. Take the guy that's out of funny. Jersey. You can't take the jersey out of the guy. <laughs> you can't. Or take it off his leg, apparently. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's also true. Um uh, you know, I, I do have a you've mentioned a few times at, about you know things in the past, possibly leading up to you know to your health challenges. Yeah. If if you were able to to talk to to yourself at at 17 or, or 21 or 23, what's what's a piece of advice you you'd want to give yourself knowing now what, what the outcome of some of those decisions were. Uh, whew, that's, that's kind of worms. Uh, I think I would tell myself to stop smoking. Uh, you cannot like buy a grandmother that smoked till she was like 90. She had, she was on oxygen smoking. Wow. So I really thought I had the genetics to, I was like, Oh, I'll quit at some point. Like, it'll be fine. She was like, fine but she's also a little bit crazy and uh you know in hindsight it's 2020 um you know she had an alcohol problem most of her life but i guess she kept it in moderation ish <laughs> like hard to say uh she's a bit of an immigrant she was very german very cracking the whip um my mother was a kinder version but <laughs> of the same lineage so yeah i don't know i think uh, i think i would tell myself to quit the drinking quit the smoking stop being hmm. a party boy i went to miami i partook in things that you probably should not partake in uh so yeah i mean there was just a whole lot of east of 95 going on in my life and hmm. for those that don't know 95 runs down the east coast from dirt or from Maine to Miami, but uh, in my case, from Jersey to Miami. So, mm. and it's a different lifestyle. Wow, I, I, so I, I have a question that I ask all the dads that come on, on the podcast, and because you have kids at different stages right now, and in, in that being eighteen, seven, and five, and and all you've already endured and gone through and really accomplished um, in your life so far, what, what do you want? Um, as best as you can describe it for your, for your legacy to be. 
Yeah, that's a good question. I, I thought about that quite a bit in the last year. I don't know that I have a great answer, but and this is going to sound corny, but I think it's really important to like uh, very Jimmy V, you know, never give up, um, you know, take, you know, I'm very fortunate to have a second chance sort of at life. And I really, you know, I did a lot of the hard work in terms of therapy and, and self-reflection last year. You know, that's going to be ongoing, but I think really trying to make the most of this second chance is really important to me advocating for women and, and different groups and races and like just using who I am and my story. I'm a big guy. I'm six foot eight, 325 pounds. There's not a lot of people like me. So I really, you know, and I'm the very definition of a white male, you know, I, I can't change that, but I want to bring about change and have an impact. And I want my kids to, to also see that and that they can make change and help people. And mm. yeah, just, uh, just really try to try to do the best you can with the cards you're dealt and, and learn from your mistakes. Just keep moving on. Like you said, John, put one foot in front of the other and just keep digging. Well, I have to, I have to applaud you real, real quick. And in, in that, there's a number of people that get a second chance and I know of some people that have had health scares and they've, you know, given the warning or whatever it might be and they don't make a change. They don't try to improve things, not just for themselves, but for their family or for other people that even for strangers, they don't know, which sounds like a little bit of what you're doing with becoming a coach and, and all that and all the different groups you support. But I really, um, I'm really grateful to have met you in a most random way on clubhouse and to hear that, that, you had that wake up moment and that you're trying your best. You have your podcast, you, you know, you're trying to do these things to, to help other people. And that's, that's very admirable. Will. and thank you for, for sharing everything so far with us. Yeah, no, my pleasure. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, you know, it's, it, it's kind of random how we met Sean, but it's, uh, <laughs> you know, I, that's why I love clubhouse, honestly, because it's people that I would never pro like no offense, but like how, I mean, we might have crossed paths, but to be very circumstantial, I mean, my sister mm -hmm. happens to live in Colorado as well, but, um, oh. you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's just, I love the experience that I'm having on there and it's, it's super, I always tell people like, they don't listen to me. Nobody like very, like one in five people like join and like get into it. And I'm like, all right. I mean, I think it's, that's a click. It's so much better than Twitter or Facebook or, you know, I love Instagram. Don't get me wrong. I love seeing everybody's food, but <laughs> that I can't yeah. eat anymore. You know, I think one of the coolest things is, <clears throat> at least from the clubhouse perspective, and that's how me and Sean met, is you get to hear everyone's story. Everyone's yeah. so hungry to share, hopefully authentically, who they are without the images, without the taglines, without even though you do have a bio that it does allow you to get to know someone or feel like you do enough to want to connect offline. Um, yeah. And, and that's, yeah, that's I've met a really bunch cool of people, experience. Yeah. I met some yeah. fellow coaches that I, I, again, I have no idea how I would have ever met them. Like I right. met a mentor coach. She's fantastic. Like she, she's got a similar background to my wife, Hispanic immigrated to the States, like just an amazing person and like super helpful on my coaching journey. So, yeah. yeah yeah will um john do you have any more questions before we we see if will has a dad joke for us no i've asked i mean i could, we could go on for a couple hours but um want to respect everyone's time and, and keep it short let's let's make this a little bit funnier towards the end uh so 
Will, will you please share with everyone your best dad joke? Or we've altered it because of requests from other guests, your best dad story. Huh. Best dad joke, best dad story. I don't know. That's tough. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, I've heard some others. I just, I, like I said, my kids give me a hard time because they hate hearing my stories and their jokes. <laughs> I think they're hilarious. Um, but they, you know, they don't feel the same, which is weird. It's an interesting thing to go through because I'm not that old of a dad. I'm only 38. So, you know, to have an 18 year old at 38 is pretty unique. And she just thinks I'm like 110. And I'm just, are you, are you kidding me? Like I, I just graduated college. Like <laughs> it's super annoying. It's like the most annoying um, thing about being a parent of a teenager, <laughs> as you know, Sean, mm -hmm. um, God, I wish I wish I had a good joke because I feel like I'm constantly making jokes. I mean, I, I feel like if people heard the be the pre-show here, they would probably agree that there's some interesting takes on life. Uh, so. Yeah. Well, if you don't, I typically have have a question that I like to ask everyone. If that's all right, Sean, I, yeah, I, I let's go. This I one's never, not bad. This, yet. this one's not bad. So, will I, I ask a would you rather question? Okay. My son's favorite thing to do in the car. Just ask, would you rather this? Would you rather that? Only thing is you gotta answer as honest as possible. You gotta pick one and you gotta give a reason why the pick. So okay. um, you might regret this, Nelson, but I, I will um, answer honestly. You you um, might you, you might, might regret, regret this. this. Yeah. Okay. Fair mm. enough. Bring it. No, I, I think this one's this one's doable here. Would you rather be able to speak to animals or speak every language in the world? Uh, that's kind of an easy one. I'd rather speak every language in the world. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I have three kids, so we do not have a pet currently, although people want one in this house. Uh, I said, if we have three kids, we're not going to have a pet. <laughs> they don't love that idea, but, uh, I'm a, you know, any parent that has more than one kid. Mm -hmm. probably knows that there's enough mess with the kids to clean up after that <laughs> i am not a big we tried it honestly we did and we got lucky when we had our third uh kid our son uh we were able to a good friend of ours actually was kind enough to uh let us rehome the dog we had to them it was tough but they were a good friend around the corner so it worked out really well but because we were overwhelmed i think we really uh were short-sighted on that uh initially we're like oh we're gonna buy a new home and like we're gonna get a pet and we have a yard and like a <laughs> yeah, just, no. just don't do it like just like even like people who have two kids and i know a couple this year that are having a third i'm like why why like why why would you do that you, you were like home free <laughs> i don't know we could my, my my wife and i could be empty nesters this year if we just stopped at my dog like with my daughter i mean i love my boys don't get me wrong yeah, like, thank you thank you for inserting that in right yeah, there yeah. I, I mean i just that. i think about like you know 20 years ago, I was in college, and I'm like, sometimes I just go upstairs and cry in my closet and be like, remember the good old days of college? And I close my eyes and just take a nap on the floor. Oh, my God. Well, well oh. I, I appreciate you bringing up the dog topic. That's a sore topic in this house. My wife is allergic <laughs> is allergic to dogs, so oh. it would have to be a hyperallergenic dog. And, yeah. 
and her birthday's coming up. And I was like, what do you want for your birthday? She goes, I'd love, I'd love a puppy. And I was just like, I guess no one's getting a present for their birthday this year. I guess we're just, so, but your segment will give her some clarity. It's yeah. not the best idea. Yeah, I think have, you should, I think you should get a dog Sean. because there's a couple of sponsors that we were looking at, but because you're not a pen owner that takes us out of it. So get it. Yeah. Um, Mrs. Osorio, if you're listening to this episode, I have advocated. I mean, you can you can have Purina sponsor, and you could just donate it to a local Sultan else. <laughs> See, are we? When are we switching co-hosts? Is this? Are we rotating? Wow. Is that a thing we're doing? Is that <laughs> part of the contract? That I, did I sign actually... that in the contract? I didn't sign a contract. You didn't sign a contract. I didn't. You didn't get that sent in a PDF to you? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not a PDF that I sent to you either. Well, <laughs> you see what happens with these questions where they end up taking people go Sean, all over the place. Sean, what what would you what would you do? Uh, would you rather speak no. to animals or or speak every language um, in the world? I'd rather speak to animals. I talk to people enough. Interesting. I think Interesting. it'd be pretty cool, especially if I could like talk to sea animals. That would be awesome. Like you're in the water and like you just tell Orcas, come here so I can hold you and carry me away. Like I think that would be kind of see what I mean. Kind of cool. There's enough people in the world that um that can, speak enough languages because I can use someone like Nelson that speaks more than one language to help translate for me, but nobody speaks to animals. I like to be called the uh Dr. Sean instead of Dr. Doolittle, Dr. Pace. Dr. P. I could get down with that, Sean. Uh, yeah. That has a ring to it. I, can, I, I, can I get the title without actually going to school? <laughs> you know, Sean, I'm glad I chose you as a co-host for this podcast that I thought about. <laughs> the inside joke is I didn't think of the podcast. I didn't choose Sean. He actually had this brilliant idea of doing a dad podcast. So I'd like to just sneak the credit to myself. That's I, I think Sean, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna talk to some animals. It just it would spice up life a little bit. I think it so. Spice things up. I th- I think it'd be fun, especially with your new dog. Oh damn! Here we go. I have a question though to throw one back to Nelson real quick. Yeah, you're from Jersey. Yeah. Do you go to the shore or do you just? And do you actually go in the water or do you just go to the shore, like and stay on the boardwalk? Oh dang! Look. It, it's it's both for me. I'm from North Jersey, so the only water we get is by yeah. going down and actually going into the water, and it smells weird sometimes. But <laughs> like, where does the smell? Why does the ocean smell like this? Who knows? Yeah. I'm gonna dip my toes in this thing. But yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, being in North <laughs> Jersey, Sean. Yeah, Sean's like, what is wrong with New Jersey? Come visit. Yeah, visit. The, the water is a little different. It's. It, it definitely has it may or may not be bodies in there. <laughs> smells wow. like it. Smells wow. like it. Uh, we've lost New Jersey as a yeah. spot. <laughs> I think I think that is happening um, as no. we speak, and we're also riding this dysfunction junction railroad really fast right now. As as listeners from New Jersey, come on, please leave a comment on your favorite beach down the shore and settle the argument, pork roll or Taylor ham, so we can get some peace of mind. Well, I can't wait to hear these comments that are going to come from this episode. This is great. Will, thank you so much for joining us today and taking your time. And to everyone listening, we appreciate you. So please hit that subscribe button so you can hear this. And Will, before we depart today, where can people find you? Yeah, thanks, Sean. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Lovable Pod. You can find me on Instagram 
uh, I am Big Will. And on Clubhouse, I am Lovable Idiot. Uh, and my name is impossible to spell, but if you Google something close, you should be able to find me because I do uh, <laughs> a, lot of web, a lot of things on the web. <laughs> so. And can you please highlight your podcast? What is your podcast about? And I'm going to throw the name up right here. Oh, the, okay. lovable, the Lovable Idiot Podcast. What are we listening to if we come to it? Uh, you are, thank you, Nelson. You are you are listening to a guy from Jersey give his take on life. Uh, I think I probably should be more focused, but I just kind of ramble. It's it's a little bit of my story, uh, which is somewhat interesting sometimes to some people. I I try to you know I'm trying to be a little more focused, like to an hour max, and really touch on more in depth topics that are I'm feeling passionate about sometimes. What I'm doing now is I'll be on Clubhouse and I'll be in a room and something will spark interest and I'll, I'll just kind of take that off of Clubhouse and and see how that might be able to apply to other people. Really, the reason for starting and doing the podcast was so that like one, I hate group texts, so that that is a thing. Um, not not that obviously I'm not an Android user. I'm definitely against being the green green <laughs> dot on, on the text, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of group text and like I have a lot of friends that wanted updates and like that's just an easy way for me to tell everybody my my updates kind of uh at one time and you know part of me grew up on Howard so you know I know there will only ever be one Howard Stern but I like to think you know maybe so No, that's that's awesome. A podcast where you can follow someone's journey through recovery, through progress, through change. I'm sure I'm sure your listeners are getting a ton of value. Uh, appreciate having you come back again. Every guest we've had, I, I genuinely love to follow up with people a couple months later, see where they are in life. You could come share a little bit about your, your daughter's journey into college, share about your recovery <laughs> process, about your growth process as a coach, reach back out to us. Love to have you. I'm sure the listeners want to hear a little bit more, um, you know, details about again, about what's happening in your life. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. It's been a pleasure, and uh, we'll see if I survive writing that check this this fall to Clemson. So that's a big check to be writing. So I'm not too excited about that part. <laughs> well, best of luck to her and and to you and your continued recovery. And we'll and I know you and I will stay in touch as as things yeah. go along. And and sure. thank you to everyone to listening today. And we hope to have you all back soon. Everyone have a great day. Take care. Appreciate it. Bye. <laughs>